The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. Hello, and welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. I'm your host, Joe, and with me today is my co-host, Ron. Hey, everybody. I'm tired. I am also tired yeah. of living in late-stage capitalism, <laughs> which is why I'm so tired. Yeah, it's it sucks. Um, life sucks. Uh, if you So, I mean, you guys know I've said what where I work at. So, at this time, I'm probably on strike. Oh, that's right. That's when this will come out, isn't it? More than likely, I'm on strike. Um, so and in spirit, I'm on strike with him. Appreciate that. Yeah, because uh, let, let's be honest. At the time we're recording, the WGA and SAG are still on strike. So go, you know, pay your pay your people. Yeah, you know, yeah. Pay them. And um, uh, if they don't want to pay us, uh, let's um, figuratively burn them <laughs> to the ground. And if you don't understand the difference between figuratively and literally, and you end up accidentally literally burning them to the ground, that's not my responsibility, but good well, on you. You said figuratively. I said figuratively. Exactly. And you couched it in those terms, even though I saw air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, we, uh, we, we are here today. We're continuing our wonderful talk of Invincible. Oh, yes. Yes. We are covering issues 9 through 13. Um, they were... Uh, released by Image in 2004. I always forget that's that old, right? Well, and especially since we had the the animated show that came uh, out in what 2020 or something, 2018. I, I want to say 2021. Might have been. Uh, and then we also had the. Uh, have you watched the Adam Eve? I have not. Yet? I actually just put uh, the Adam Eve on my uh, list of gotcha. to watch. Yes. By the time this is airing, you have watched it most probably. likely. Uh, but we are like two months away from season two coming out on Prime, uh, which is with a weird schedule. Like it's going to be dropping. Uh, I had to look it up because I was talking about it for A Walk Through the Multiverse. But it sounds like the first four episodes are dropping day one. Interesting. I mean, that's nice because then we can you know binge four episodes. And then it's going to take a break until 2024. Oh, so yeah. maybe so maybe the problem is, is they aren't done with it. No, they are done with it because oh. they're already. From my understanding, they oh, were already nope. here you listening go. or, or, or uh, recording for season three. So here you go. You want to know what's going on? They, okay, they I have an sure. idea what they're going to say, but they want to make sure they've got enough stuff to keep people interested while it's not getting made. But why wouldn't they do it week to week then? Well, because those four episodes they're dropping in what September? November. November. Oh, it's in November. Okay, never mind. I keep. Forgetting time, time is travel. different. Yeah. Um, no. So what they had said is that they wanted to give us a break after episode four because you're gonna need a like time to recover after after episode four drops. Okay. Which makes me wonder what episode four is gonna be. Now, mind you, it's been a minute since I've read these. I know um, we've already. So what we've read today and what we're covering today has um, already happened in the has happened in the show yep, in the first season. But we know and like that the first two episodes. <laughs> I don't know. 
three no. episodes. This was no. like the final episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, like most but, of what happened. But was like... but the we also know that they've already pulled stuff um, from past this to go into season one. So I I don't know. I've got an idea. This what is why multiverse is so tense. Oh. <laughs> uh, but what was I getting at? Oh, so. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, it'd be smart. Like, I'd be okay with them dropping one a week for the whole month and then taking the break until 2024. But either way, uh, we're going to be getting new episodes here soon. I'm all ready for it. Uh, and I think you are, too. Oh, absolutely. So, the writer and the letterer for this comic is Robert Kirkman. Penciler and inker is Ryan Otley. And color is Bill Crabtree. So I did. I did enjoy the uh, Star Trek Next Generation yeah. call out here. I mean, it's legitimately just Next yeah, Generation. Yeah, it's 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 the only difference is uh, the names. Oh, well, and they're all aliens because they don't know what Earth is. That's fair, and uh, the ship, I guess. Yeah, but other than that, it's basically you're looking at you know the, uh, the Next Generation crew, yeah. which is fun. It's it's, it's great. great. Uh, and then Alan apparently so they're the getting ship, pulled into yeah. a, in, into a star because they were dumb and got too close to it. And uh, I think well, what what does download say that they need at least six minutes? Oh, they'll be on the star in six minutes, and they need like forty five minutes to get their uh, uh, ship running again. Yeah, the en- engineering to run back up. So they're like, oh well, we're we're gonna die. But don't worry, Alan shows up and saves the day. And then he's like, hey, I gotta get off to Earth. It's really important. And they're like, what what's on Earth? <laughs> uh, yeah, so then we get back to apparently it was Mark's birthday. Uh, they had talked about it. We yeah. had talked about it in the last his, his issue. 18th birthday. Uh, what did they say? 18th? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Cause think, he's a big uh, we boy had, now. Well, sure, because he's a senior. Because he's looking for. Because he's yes. going to be going to college. college will be, yep. So I mean, doesn't have to be 18th. Could be 17th. He could be 17th. Yeah. Either way, most likely he's 18th. Yeah. Um, he's gonna start doing adult things like trying to bang superhero chicks and stuff. <laughs> trying uh so apparently it looked like he had his friends over they had a, a zombie horror movie marathon uh and they're disgusting hideous monsters well makes, yeah that that pizza sitting there on the um edge couch. of that couch makes me think of uh, that one time when i was over at your house and davis had left his pizza just sitting on the edge of your couch when you guys lived over i don't uh, remember that i know yeah back yeah. in bluffton yeah i don't remember that part oh i do because okay. we i had walked over there because we the hell we were doing something because it was the same day that you ended up getting me the copy of the uh batman uh um where everybody falls in a vat of something i can't think of what that was called. <laughs> uh the uh, oh crap what was that one called batman sucks forever yes batman sucks forever but because it was that because i would i'd went to do something and i went to go sit down on the couch and there was like you guys had like a it was like, like a little like coffee table right beside it yeah and like half the pizza was on there and half of it was on the thing and you're like Oh, uh, yeah, that's from Davis. Just, like, push it over, and I'm like, eh. I don't remember that. It was it was pretty bad. It was a long you time ago. You probably blocked it out of your memory. That tracks. That was a long time ago. Um, but anyways, they are disgusting but it gets, kids. It gets cleaned up fairly quickly because uh, when... Because superpowers. Well, I'll say when Nolan sits down with Mark to watch... What movie was that? Day, Day of, of the, the Dead. Dead. Um, it's gone, so... Yeah. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, right, it's a good thing. Probably would have uh, kicked his ass if they'd have got home and it looked like that. Well, they were home. No, no, no. Look, this is this is those guys leaving. Sure. And I think this happens shortly after. 
No, no. Is, is everyone gone? Is oh. it safe for the parents to be out here? Like, oh, okay, maybe they were in their room. They're probably in their room. Fucking... Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> um. So yeah. But uh, I I do want to give a trigger warning for this uh, episode. Um, there is um, child abuse in this. So. Sort of. Sort of. Sort of. There's a hundred percent child abuse in this. Nah, she's got okay. the Benjamin Button thing. There is. No, no, no. That's I'm not talking about this issue. I'm talking about this, this, this oh! uh, episode. No, of he's our 18. Show. It's fine. It's still child abuse. No, he's 18. He's an adult. <laughs> and we just and we just determined he's guess, 18 years old. I guess I should rephrase it. It's still his child. Um, I guess I should rephrase that too. It's, it's not abuse. It's parenting. It's not a hundred percent child abuse. It's only about 99.8 percent child abuse because he doesn't quite fully. Uh, sure, uh, sure. Okay. Fine. Anyways, but back Look, to what we we're doing. If you've watched season one of the the show, you know you exactly know what I'm what talking we're, about. What we're getting at. I never would have thought J. Jonah Jameson would be such an asshole. Yeah, I would. I did. Nah, J. Jonah Jameson's a good guy. Deep, deep, he, yes. deep, 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 deep. I mean, we deep just down. We just watched Spider Man, and what does he do in there when Green Goblin confronts him? About who takes the pictures yeah, for he's got integrity. Spider-Man. Uh, he's like, I don't know. He mailed stuff in. Although, if Green Goblin could read, he would read photos by Peter Parker. But you know. Listen. Look. All right. Norman Osborn is a genius scientist. He doesn't have time to read everything in the newspaper. Or at all. He would have read the warning. Anyway, sorry. We're going to off the subject there. All right. So, we're at the Pentagon. Uh, where Robot is uh, being uh, asked to be the leader of the yep. new Guardians of the Globe. Uh, we've got Cecil and Donald. H- Donald is his going to be his proxy. Um, Cecil's basically like, yeah, you're going to be leading now. Uh, and uh, hopefully you never team. see us. Yeah. You, you're never going to see me again. Donald's going to be your go-between between the Guardians and, and me. If you have to see me again, you know it's going to be a big issue. Correct. It's bad. And yeah, that's so yay for him. Uh, we do get a scene here where Omni-Man is... Taking a shit on the top of a mountain. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to talk. Trying to figure out how what to say to He Mark. is a teenage boy in the mirror trying to figure out how to talk to girls. Except he's trying to explain to his son how they need to take over the planet and enslave all their people. <gasps> Spoilers. Oh, spoiler alert. Spoilers for two episodes from now. Two issues. Oh, no, an issue Three from issues. Now. Is it? This next issue. Is it? Fuck, I, I don't. I only read these this morning. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get a quick scene of Eve and Adam, Eve and Mark, sorry, um, changing the going they, patrol. Well, they're like, yeah, they're like, hey, you, you want to go do a flight around? I'm like, yeah, sure. So they both run back to the dumpsters. And, like, I don't know why this janitor uh, thought that uh, they were going to be, like, doing naughty things next to the dumpsters because gross. Uh but we also found out that that's where the makeout thing is. Which means their school is a bunch of disgusting degenerates. They're... Look, it's, it is what it is, my dude. No, no, no. That's that's like that's like fucking in a bar bathroom. Yeah, people do it. Exactly. I don't. Gross people do it. No, if, if you do fuck in a bar bathroom, I apologize for the uh, assumption that you're gross. But uh, seriously, uh, everybody should probably be getting their uh, STI tests, you know, at least I once mean, a year. Mystique tried to do it. To the one guy, the one guard. That's true. In the second movie. That's true. But that was a clean bathroom. It wasn't a dirty, disgusting bathroom. Still, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I, don't I don't remember. Know. It was a movie theater. It was a movie scene bathroom, so it probably wasn't as nasty as it would be in a real. Okay, here. I love the brass rail. Great place. I would. Never, n- I don't think I've ever been. 
oh, they usually have some pretty good shows and stuff. But I would never take my pants further down than I have to to take a piss in that bathroom. <laughs> okay. Because it's gross. That's fair. Anyways, Omni Man's talking to himself, and then he gets a call. Um, yeah, we're gonna pass that. Adam Man, or God damn it, I did see? it now too. Right. Uh, so, Mark and Eve are uh, off doing a patrol, and uh, Debbie is trying to wash Mark's clothes and doesn't remember how to wash it without shrinking it, which is wild because you know you'd assume that she washes. Uh, well, she says like the first time I washed uh, Nolan's, I shrunk it, and then he's just been doing it himself. Like he'll go up and fly. Uh. Yeah. To the sun and just let it get burn off, something like that. Ion, whatever. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's yeah. how I do it too. Uh, that way I'd save my wife, you know, the time of washing my clothes. But whatever. Well, yeah, yeah. That way it doesn't shrink anymore. I mean uh, that too. We see Invincible and Adam Eve facing off against the Lizard League. Yeah, they're they're super important. I, look, it's just it's it's space. It's, this literally is just page fillers. Yeah. Because that's, that's, what's going to be happening at the end of the issue. Um, then Robot shows up. I congratulate them. Hey, that's awesome. Hey, you guys want to come? Uh, by the way, we're recruiting for the uh, Guardians of the Globe. Yeah. Would you want to come and, and uh, you know, try out? But Eve is just like... Hard pass. Yeah, I'm good. If Rex is going to be there, I don't want to be yeah. there. Uh, Rex but Mark's duplicate. Like, yep, exactly. But Mark's like, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go check it out. And, of course, he sees Rex and is just like, uh, give him the cold shoulder. I mean, they they acknowledge each other. That's something. Yeah. Uh, But anyways, uh, so we get on with like... uh, (laughs) But this is Rex coming out of tryout. Like, he had just got done trying out. He's like, oh, I'm definitely going to be on the team. Hopefully you suckers enjoy the other six positions or whatever it is. And then he sees uh, this girl there. He's like, oh, didn't know there was a... I'm pretty sure there was an age requirement. To, to join the team and I, th- I can't remember her name it's Monster Girl I can't remember her real name yeah I don't remember her real name either. but I know Alicia? no I don't re- we'll yeah I'm pretty sure we'll get in the next volume yeah eventually um, we'll figure it out and I'll just give a spoilers now for it later on she because uh, we get an issue about her her powers kicked in when she was like 19 or something like that I thought right? she was in her 20s maybe she was in her 20s um, but what it does is that it it's Benjamin Button. She ages the more every time she, she uses, uses her it, powers. She her her human age. body, uh, yeah, goes goes younger. So she looks like she's ten. Yeah, mm, maybe twelve. So basically, uh, at the low low cost of her uh, losing her age, she turns into a huge angry man. Yeah, <laughs> and um, she beats Rex like stupid because he was picking on her. And so Invincible doesn't know what's going on because he was taking a piss. Of course. And so he comes out, and all he sees is this big, huge thing beating the snot out of Rex, who, you know, although he doesn't like, he still, you know, is going to defend because, you know, whatever. Hero shouldn't fight. Yeah. Whatever. And, and especially since everybody was just standing around watching, he's like, what the fuck's going on? Kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, he lets. So he, then Invincible punches a little girl. Yep. And he, he hit that little girl. Uh, shit. <laughs> But he didn't know. Like, yeah, and she's like, don't worry about it. I can't be hurt when I'm in the monster form anyways. It's fine. It's no big deal. And I did get a little carried away. Yeah, it's all good. And then Rex tries to, like, thank uh, Invincible. He's like, yeah, just because um, I'm mad at you doesn't mean I want to see you get your ass beat. Doesn't, I don't want to see you dead. Oh, that too. Sorry. What's really funny, though, is the uh, monster girl after was like, hey, does anybody have a cigarette? Yep. Can you imagine, like, an 8-year-old or 12-year-old or whatever <laughs> just walking up to you and be like, hey, can I get a cig? 
I mean, you never know. Um, so Invincible, Invincible goes walking off and finds Robot. Uh, and Robot's, you know, looking on on the last contestant who is... Crying. He's in the, like, fetal position against these robots. Which is hilarious because if you showed up there, you know what the Guardians of the Globe go up against. At least the ad- sh- yeah. advertised shit. The news, the shit that you see in the news and stuff. Yeah. And these are... I mean, honestly, I would try to fight these as a normal person just to see if I could. You would. <laughs> <laughs> But they're not, I mean, as far as scary things go in their universe, that's not even that scary. No. And no, it's uh, not. this dude's sitting there blubbering like a little girl. And he hasn't even, like, he doesn't even have a mark on him yet. Nope. I do like, so obviously this guy is going to make it. Um, but the robot is addressing everybody. He, he goes, uh, first off, I'd like to thank all of you. Uh, thank you all for attending. This was put together under very short notice. I appreciate you all taking the time out of your busy scheduled to try out. Uh, there are many of you who had conflicting powers that would have made your inclusion on the team redundant. And while you were qualified, we were we went with someone with more experience who had similar powers. Others, quite frankly, were nearly or nowhere near qualified and shouldn't have never shouldn't have even been allowed to waste my time like my god dude no i love how bluntly he is yeah he's got a point like like i said i wouldn't have showed up for that because i know i couldn't handle that shit i'd have just showed up afterwards like hey can i fight one of your robots just like just see just just see but anyways and we get our team of duplicate shrinking ray monster girl black samson and rex yep as long as he promises to behave yeah and then, Which, uh, yeah. and then robots like, and um, yeah, uh, invincible. If you ever want to, uh, you know, team up with us or whatever, you're more than welcome. Yeah, exactly. To. But he's like, man, I got so much homework right now. I can't. I'm sorry, but thank you. Like, I'll I'll be here if you need me. The crossovers happen later. It's fine. Basically, <laughs> um, let's see. Here. At dinner, we got Debbie basically grilling Mark about because uh, apparently him and Amber are now uh, they're they're having a they're, study date. Yeah. And she's like, well, what about Eve? Like, we're just friends, moms. Not, nothing's going on. It's fine. Uh-huh. But then Eve shows up to the house with Mark in his room studying with Amber. By studying, he's studying what the inside of her mouth tastes like. Yep. And Eve sees that. Which, can I just say, they are sitting on the ground, leaning against his bed, looking out the window. And they don't notice that she's And there. Eve pops her head but- around the window. But in their defense, though, if they have the light on and the light is, you know, reflecting off of that glass, it is actually kind of hard to see out. If it it's can dark. be. When it's dark out. And it is nighttime. So sure. Like, it, they might have noticed. Well, I guess she has also bright pink, though, so I guess. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it looked like Amber was du- looking directly out that window, and she did not see E. Maybe that's through. why she kissed him right after that. Mm. She's like, oh, another girl, huh? I don't think so. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, hey, so you remember the Mala twins and how they stole... Uh, Immortal's head Immortal man well, Not the head Just his whole body oh, I thought they For some reason I thought they just stole No head. the kids were trying To take the skull Oh that's right Because they said If they drank out of the skull They'd become immortal exactly. too And whatever See alright That just shows you That kids are dumb You don't Nobody wants immortality You think you do You think you do But then once you actually Well What was it uh, Sandman You watched Sandman Didn't you Yeah Yeah The one guy The one bet That Sandman had With um, death Oh, mm-hmm. about the one guy who gained immortality and like every actually appreciated yeah. it after after 
Well, actually, he appreciated the entire time. Yeah, because they were up to, what, like 500 years or something, something like that? Something like that. Uh, but, like, every 100 years they would meet, and... He'd talk to him, and... He, it went from being, like, just a whatever regular uh, Joe Schmo to being, like, like posh and rich. So, basically, what they're trying to say is... going down to nothing, if, and then getting back to yeah, whatever. Yeah. If you have the hundreds and hundreds of years of life, you could really live the American dream. Well, yeah. By starting at nothing and, you know... Maybe. I mean, if you think about it, if you really were immortal, because he's completely immortal, right? Like, can't be killed type of immortal? Uh, yeah. Like, death isn't, won't touch him. Yeah. Because of the bet, yeah. Yeah. So, like... Until he until he agreed to... Until he said that, you know, I hate yeah, it. I yeah, I hated yeah. this, and this is terrible. Which he wasn't going to, because now him and Sam and Morpheus are friends, so... Yeah. Which I never did finish the series. I didn't do That's that. That's pretty... Well, I finished... No, the, the comic. Oh, I have never yeah. read any of the comics. Yeah, it's... Comics are great. New season's coming out soon. I don't remember when, but I don't soon. remember either. Um, Anyways, back to this. So yeah. we've got uh, uh, Immortal uh, being rebuilt by the uh, twins. Yep. And uh, as soon as he wakes up, he just goes. F- he is in a rage and he goes flying out. Well, what's really funny is that the guy's like, uh, "Shouldn't he be more docile?" And uh, the other tw- uh, twin is like, uh, "Be quiet." And then like, well, the control beacons didn't work. Yeah, because they put. When they attached the head, they made sure to put, like, a collar on him. Yeah, and it was supposed so to be able to... they could control him. Yeah, which is, I mean, okay, as far as, like, pathetic villains go, which I can't even say these guys are no, pathetic these guys villains, are because pathetic. these guys actually end up being pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. As far as, like, what they are in the books goes. Well, it's the whole point of, like, they they have this continuing argument of, like, oh, I'm the real twin, no, I'm the real twin. And then we get to a point where one of them is, like, hideously scarred. And he has his other twin, spoiler alert for, like, three volumes from now. Um, and he's like, well, I'm the original twin. You're definitely, you came from me, so you're going to listen to me. Like, we finally, finally know the truth. Finally, yeah. And then the other twin's like, fuck off. Stab, stab. Yeah. Because, you know, you can't know which one's you the need, original. You, you need that balance of power. You, you need the anonymity to uh, yeah. be able to uh, function properly Correct. as far as these guys go. And, I mean, they do great work. Yeah, as long as they are both in charge. And, you know, I'm not going to say competent, because um, their collar didn't work. Yeah. So. But they uh, have the right idea. They do. So as we go to the next issue, yeah, we get Seismic, Doc Seismic. Doc Seismic. Uh, here attacking Invincible, or Invincible stopping him from destroying Mount Rushmore. Which, I mean, look, I get it. Mount Rushmore should probably be destroyed, or at least, you know. The fact that we took it from the indigenous people, and then... Carved four white men's heads on it. Well, see, and that's the thing. Like before that, like have you ever seen the pictures of what it looked like? Before I have. That? It was beautiful. It literally already looked like faces, but they were, um, they were obscure, just like obtuse, obtruse faces. Like faces they, where it could have been anybody. It was just erosion. Like yeah. it was just but, kind of. But I mean, but it still looked. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But no, no. Nope, we gotta we gotta take land from people and just. We gotta slap our president's faces on it because they're so important. Not all of them were. I mean, Washington was. Or not Washington. Lincoln was cool. Although, what was it? Um, Lincoln only freed the slaves. Because yeah, that's why he was cool. It, uh, helped his uh, uh, own personal agendas that's of why, that's fighting why, vampires. That's why he was cool. Um, there was. <laughs> Got me on that one. You're welcome. Um. There was, uh, it was, a mo- I'm pretty sure it was a movie. It might have been... Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Yeah. 
where there was like pies um like flying through the like giant pies pretty sure it was cloudy uh and like you had three of them hit the other three and then the fourth one hit Lincoln in the back in the, the back of the head. Yeah, I remember that. I think it was Claudio with the chance okay. of balls. Like that one, like I laugh every time. I know it's terrible. I shouldn't, but I do. Look, dark humor is probably other than puns is the highest form of humor. It's the best kind. As long as you know where to draw the line. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, um, uh, Invincible goes to stop Dr. Seismic here, mm-hmm. and Doc Seismic ends up killing himself, well, dropping himself down into a crevasse in the ground. Yeah. Even after uh, Invincible tries to save him twice. Yeah, I remember this This was in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was a similar situation where Eve tried to save him, and he's like, no, screw you, and just dies. Whatever. Fuck you. Um, yeah, so Invincible goes flying off back home, and then Nolan... <laughs> is going to try. This is and... a great miscommunication, though. One hundred percent. Like he's gonna go and have a. Son, he needs need to, have, to a talk. have a talk. Dad, I don't want to hear about the birds and bees. Mom's already been on my ass ever since I talked to a girl one time. Yeah. And he's like, well, uh, and then just kind of, he's like, I got school in the morning. Leave me alone. <laughs> yep. Uh, he gets a beeper message to. In the as he's sleeping, gets the beeper goes off and. Okay. He here's flies another out. thing. Okay. This is supposed to take place in. The early 2000s. Yeah. Who's still going to have a fucking beeper? Early 2000s, yes. Mm. Early 2000s, yes. Mm. Now, not so much. Because, I mean, beepers were 90s. Yeah. Cell phones. 80s and 90s. Cell phones weren't, 80s like, and 90s and all, like, easily accessible in the early 2000s. Well, they were. They were. But they weren't as, like... They weren't what they are now. I correct. Guess they true. weren't as readily available in... And, I, I want to say cheap, but they're the, actually weren't as cheap back then. I mean, no. Okay, so my I paid $35 for my first phone. Okay. My first cell phone. And then it cost me, you know, $60 a month to have 30 minutes of talk time on it. So... True. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Nor- God. And we thought that was a lot back then. Dude, and you know what really pisses me off, though? All these fucking... Yeah, you're listening right now. <laughs> I know you're fucking listening... All you big fucking phone companies, fuck you and your uh, intentional obsolescence, and also fuck you on the fact that you charge to carry data. You do nothing at all. No. It doesn't matter whether I'm using five gigs of data or 500. There is no change in the service that you provide me there because you guys aren't doing anything. The only thing we should ever have to pay for is our phones if we get them, which also your phones are too fucking overpriced, but that goes to the companies that make the phones, not necessarily the phone carriers, whatever. The other problem I have is you fucking charge too much for everything. Yeah. And you keep making things obsolete on phones that don't need to be obsolete. I still want plugins for my headphones on a fucking phone because guess what? If I have to charge two things instead of just one thing, it costs me more energy, which means it's costing me more money in the long run. That reminds me, I gotta charge my headphones. And we will figuratively burn you to the fucking <laughs> ground if you don't change your ways. That's all I had to say about that. Anyways, beepers. He gets a beep and leaves, and it pisses Debbie off because she's like, well, first off, he doesn't even have the consideration to get out of bed before he super speed moves. 
But he also got to remember, this is the point right now for him where he is trying to drum up the courage to tell Mark the truth. And he's already, like, shut out everybody else. I mean, like, that's he doesn't fair. He doesn't care anymore. But he's still doing his job because he hasn't told Mark yet. Yeah. Until he tells Mark, he's going to still save everybody. But in with that explanation, he should still consider Debbie's, you know, feelings. feelings like moment. when she says, I love you to him, and he pauses before he says, I love you too. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, we, well, this scene here where... Oh, shit, what's his name? Will. William. Thank you. William. It's William, William not Will. That's Not you. Bill, not That Billy. was on you. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I said it like that. Where William, like, comes up to Mark is like, hey, do you, so is Amber okay with you hanging out with with Eve all the time? And He's like, dude, we're friends. Yeah, we're literally just friends. We're not dating. Yeah. Like, I, I thought this would be something. I mean, it sort of is for later, but. Kind of. But not he, really. But uh, then he's like, yeah, I got to go get some uh, comics. He's like, you want to come with me? And he's like, uh, yeah, I don't want people to already think I'm a geek and a loser by going into a comic book shop. And Mark's like, yeah, and yet here I am, the one with, you know, uh, the, girlfriend. the girlfriend. Yeah. But yeah, then we get the scene where, like I said, you know, he pauses before he says, I love you too. Yeah, and it's because he's talking to Debbie saying that he's had basically, he's been doing a lot more work because the Guardians are gone. Yeah. And the new ones aren't keeping up as which, yeah. easily. Um, which makes me kind of think, other than... Other than Monster Girl, the rest of them literally could just spend all day at the base until a call comes in. Well, even Monster Girl could. I think she actually is in school. In I don't remember. No. Um, I don't remember the issue because we'll be hitting on it in the, like a, a couple, couple of volumes. Because yeah. um, they actually give the backstory. And I think she actually is. Like they've had to move around a couple times to. Mm. To go because, with the backstory of her because of how weird young. it is her being young. Yeah. Um, I think she is in school, although she doesn't have to be in school. You are correct; she doesn't have to be in school. Yeah, but yeah, they all because I don't think I think I'm pretty sure Rex is is college aged. Yeah, because he well, yeah, because he was older than uh, Eve and yeah. uh, Mark. And I don't know. I mean, I know what duplicate is, but as of right now, we don't know. I think she is also quote-unquote college age so in theory they all could and then we know black samson yes yeah, is, is a rich himself. old man that you know doesn't have to worry about and him. yet he can't fund the guardians interesting <laughs> that's because he's not as rich as uh batman wannabe or uh yeah wonder woman wannabe were um yeah because they they funded it and then since they're gone that's basically they're, what what cecil was telling yeah, robot is like their estates and foundations still yeah. own the uh building or whatever and and so and because of it was a crime scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of. Yeah. So we go there. We got uh, Damien Darkblood here investigating again. Damien Darkblood, I am the demon detective. Like 98% positive. These two characters are characters from an image comic. Probably. I am. I don't know many image comics, but I, I you're probably right. I am because that guy looks very recognizable. And the chick with the arm, I mean, that's pretty... Uh... That's, I mean, that's very, like, you should definitely know if you see her, but, like, the guy looks looks very recognizable. And we already had a bunch of people in the funeral. Yeah, for the so, funeral, so that makes sense. And I think early on, like, this is still 
a year in, I, I'm sure Kirkman was working his magic to be like, hey, can I, you know, cross over here, can, bring can, people can I, over. Can I just borrow these for just like a second just yeah. to uh, throw some cloud around or whatever? Basically. Although I do remember, <laughs> um, what was it? When he got Walking Dead, like he had pitched Walking Dead. Um, now, I want to say like, it was going to be, it's like, oh, like this, at, at one point it's going to like take place and it's all just a dream or something. I, there's a documentary, and I don't know if it's still on Amazon, but there's a documentary talking about Image and the creation of Image. And he comes on and he's talking about the, um, what his proposal for Walking Dead was. And his proposal never happened. Like he just wanted to get in the door and actually start making a comic. Yeah. And he just made this amazing zombie comic. Yeah. <laughs> Kirkman, like, I'm not going to say Kirkman is a boss, because I'm sure he's, like, one of those that I've heard from times that he's kind of a dick at times, but, like, he creates some great things. I mean, yeah. Walking Dead, Invincible. There's a couple other books that I've read of his that we may touch on in the future that is just awesome. Um, yeah, so he, he knows his shit, put it that way. Um. Yeah, Damien's here. He wants to investigate the the um, the crime scene again because he's like, "There's something obviously. There's something I missed. I ran out of leads. I'm at a dead end." Yeah, he's like, "So uh, unless you want me to eat your face, get out of my way." <laughs> uh, then we get Black Samson going to see his butler Sanford, uh, and basically asking why. And Sanford's like, "I just they're treating you like shit." I would have killed them if they weren't already dead. Yeah. Uh, Mark goes to the comic book store. And apparently the writer of, of Science Dog, creator of Science Dog, is yeah. there, and he's signing books. And Mark's like, "Oh, really?" And he like quickly zooms out and comes back. And the guy he's talking to is like, "I thought you had left." I'm like, "Oh no, I just want to go grab my comics. They're out in my car." Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, honestly, if I had superpowers and I had oh, that chance yeah. to have like my favorite comic book signed by the people that wrote them, or yeah, I, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And then this is, I think I touched on it last. Yeah, like we, the, we the, made fun of it uh-huh. last issue. Uh, yeah, this is where Mark asked the creators, like, so what if, uh, what was he? Um, so using, uh, he's like, he's like, man, I can't believe you pumped these out a month, you know, every month without fail, without ever being late. You know, he's like, you must put so much work into them. And the uh, guy's like, actually, I just usually reuse panels and uh, it saves me a lot of time and effort. And Mark's like, most people don't even know this. Yeah. And then. The next three panels are Mark and the top of this dude's bald head, and he's like, don't you think that's kind of cheap? And then the next three of them are the this dude guy. just standing there with his mouth open. He's like, not really. I, mean, I get the joke. I get the joke. It's great. It's wonderful. Uh, and then we got Omni-Man saving these people on roller coaster. From the Octa-Chicken. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Rock. Yeah. And, yeah, so he... He's, he, Saves the people, goes back, stops the chicken, and as he's coming back to make sure everybody's okay, uh, Immortal Man comes crashing down and starts going off on him. And then, you know, Omni Man takes him up in, in the air. So they are their own witnesses. Correct. And, and they're fighting. And then Mark sees it on the news. Yep. And he's like, oh, fuck, gotta get out of here. Yeah, he, he bolts. Debbie sees it on the news and she's like, um, this and isn't she already good. can tell she's suspecting something right there. Like she'd already been a little, you but know, see, suspicious. Well, so in the show, she was. 
in the show they well, made it more out yeah that i guess way. that's true but like even if you look at her face like throughout these things like you can see the sad and depression and like really cuz i just looked at it as so like, in, like for instance when he doesn't say i love you back to her oh okay sure that or, part like uh there's another spot where he was talking um it was earlier on i think well, like, there was a spot where him and, and Mark are watching the movie, and she's, like, looking on appreciatively. Uh, yeah, because then the next time we have her is when she's calling, um, what's his name, about the costume. Yeah. And then here, when she's woken up because he's got to leave in the middle of the night, I never took it as that. I mean, I'm not saying she didn't. Obviously, there was something there is why they put it in the show. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they just needed filler for the show. But also in the show, Damien Darkblood had talked to her like once or twice. Yeah. Kind of sprinkled that into her head. Yeah. And things started, things started like going from there. But yeah, so it's, it's Omni-Man versus Immortal Man. And, um, Omni-Man kills Immortal Man again. Well, Mark shows up. Omni-Man doesn't know he's there yet. And he yells out, I killed you once and I can do it again. And then Mark he, watches as Omni-Man splits Immortal Man in, or Immortal in half. Yeah, he does, Omni-Man does to Immortal Man what Superman in the Injustice Universe did to Joker. Punches <laughs> through the gut and... Rips him in half. Ripped him in half. And Although yeah. this looks more like uh, he chops him in half. Well, yes. It's like when you stick your steak with your fork and then you use your knife to cut across it. Yep, that's what, actually, yeah. Yeah. You got to keep him in one spot, you know? Yeah. Because if you were just hit him like that, you might just break his ribs and his back and whatever. But yeah, Mark's looking on and he's like... And then, uh, you know, uh, Omni-Man covered in blood's like, uh, we need to talk. So, moving on, we get a repeat. I'm going to use air quotes repeat of issue two of when Omni-Man, Nolan, explained the uh, Vil- Viltrum... Yeah. To Mark. The Viltrumites and stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, we find out that they're actually a dictatorship of yeah. uh, strong warriors that uh, take over every planet. Any planet that sides with them and lets them take over uh, is given... You that, know, that's after they decimated their, their own planet. Like, they they decided that oh, they're yeah, going to true. kill the weakest ones and they cut their population yeah, in they, half. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, but now we should, you know, go out and destroy other planets." Yep. So if if they get if the other planets give up and don't fight back, they get to join the empire, the yeah. Voltrumite Empire or Vol- yeah. Voltrumite Voltrum Empire. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they get access to, you know, their tech Oops, sorry. Sorry. They get access to their technologies and stuff and uh, if they don't, they get decimated. Literally, they will they will kill everybody until all that's left actually gives in. Or they get run off their planet. Yeah. Um, by the time Nolan is born, they had been going on, what do you say, for generations? Yeah, something like that. Uh, by the time, by the time I was, was born, born, yeah. Yeah. Hub of interstellar activity, one of the first great empires of the galaxy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they would go planet to planet. Like, he became a leader of a unit, basically, and well, he started off as a uh, as, as like observation where they would like watch the planet for X amount of time, and then he's like, "But we, I got you know, as everybody my age did, we got tired of that, and I passed a test finally, and I was able to go out and do work in the field, and then yeah, he became the leader of his own division, and then after a bunch of conquering and pillaging, and awards, they gave him Earth. 
Well, at this point, they started being spread too thin. Too thin. So instead of sending a whole like regiment or a whole army, they would send one person to weaken it. Yep. For a time, and then by the time the art that army would come in, well, the planet's already been like subjugated. Uh, I think they said five hundred years. Like if you you go to a planet, you basically men- make them bend to your will, and within five hundred years. Let's see, it says, aside from ensuring the planet did not become strong enough to defend itself from us, it would be ours to do with as we pleased for 500 years. Okay. At the end of that time, the knowledge we had collected would be used to quickly and efficiently bring the planet under Voltrum rule. So, having said that, we see when he shows up here, it's, what, maybe the 90s or 80s, possibly the 80s. Possibly the 80s? Based on the... um, chick right here in the top uh, right hand corner that looks like uh, Madonna was her that idol. could have been like early 90s though I guess that's true but we'll say we'll say mid to late 80s at, we, okay at, so because it's 2004 and Mark is we think 18 so so he would have been born in 86, 86. okay so we would say 80, early 80s let's say early 80s okay so he starts in the early 80s I don't know how math works on Voltrum, but mm-hmm. uh, 500 years is definitely not my son's 18th birthday. But he does say that the older they get, the slower they age. I know that still doesn't math still doesn't check, but yeah, but even then, like he would have had to have landed on our planet in you know like medieval times, but the not five, the restaurant, the, the actual time. <laughs> the 500 years, I, when I asked you that before we started recording, was more so for what's coming. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, But I also, we need to reread it, because it could have been one of those things where they found out that Nolan abandoned his post and want to find and want uh, to be like, why did he abandon yeah, his post? I forgot about that. I, I We'll get to it, because I know that's coming up in like three or four volumes. It'll be a minute before we get to it. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah. So he gets here. He he sees uh, Debbie. Ooh, this is the other problem I had. Yes. So right here, um, this is before he meets Debbie. He fights Alan. Sure. For okay. The, and then for the first time, we talked about that. Which Alan says he's only been going there for fifteen years. Uh huh. Every three years. Every is it every three years. Yeah. I mean, you got the book. You can oh, just yeah, double check. You have the book. Let me just loudly flip through this book. I can also loudly edit this out. That's no fun. Yeah. Well. Does, does, uh, I don't get an adjustment to my schedule for another 50 years. Well, it doesn't have uh, Nolan telling Mark, like, oh, I, hey, I fight this guy every oh, shit. couple of years. I forgot that was when he's on the phone, isn't it? Yeah. All right, let's see. I fought this guy before. He's not out of your league, but he's one of the toughest guys you've faced so far. Uh, just keep him from being in the atmosphere. You've got about 12 minutes. Uh, see if your mom can make steaks. So oh, no. Interesting. I thought he did. See, I, I thought it was Alan that said, like, how often he, he shows had... up every. Yeah. Okay. You might be right. But that, regardless. That would, have been, that would have been when they paused. I've wasted almost 15 years on this planet. So, yeah. He said, he said right here, Alan says, uh, I've wasted almost 15 years on this planet. But no, he also talks about how. Every, like, his job, being the correlation, like, every handful of years he comes by to 
make sure that the champion is... I work for the Coalition. Each planet in the Coalition signs um, someone's sole job is to defend the planets against minor orbital threats. My job is to go from planet to planet on scheduled encounters with their respective champions. I end up hitting each planet once every three years. Okay. So, yeah, so he, this years. is his fifth time This here. is his fifth time here, but his first time he showed up before Mark was born, obviously. Yeah. And this is only his fifth time here, so uh, we were wrong. This was this will be Mark's 15th birthday. But then or why, 14th birthday. But then he's super smart for going to college now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, anyways, look, um, Kirkman has some great ideas, uh, but uh, look, he's no okay. Look, he's no Stan Lee, where he has ideas that he can't execute. At least Kirkman can execute. Well, them. what I was gonna say is he just doesn't know how to count. But anyways, back to the future, to the past. <laughs> yes. Um, Nolan meets Debbie for the first time, saves her, and then. Finds out that, um, like, he kind of starts to adjust to human life here. He likes to fuck. Yes, he does. Like, that's literally one well, of the... Well, he's like, he, he, the act of physical love made for anything other than procreation was a, a welcome, welcome surprise. surprise. I mean, awesome. Max, I'm trying to tell you that your dad doesn't just have sex. <laughs> I'm not finishing that. Uh, good call. Uh, but yeah, he, he meets up with other heroes. He joins... Like fights from time to time, various but, groups of heroes. No, yeah, less. he he becomes hero of the world, and then they give him a costume. Uh, and then, like when Mark was born, like everything changed. He didn't know he. It was it was like a count. It was like a ticking time bomb. Like he knew that he was going to have to. His, Eventually, he's going to have to tell Mark what was going on. Well, that, but also like his actual mission. He was actually going to have to turn into back. his real mission. Yeah. yeah. He's like, and so, you know, after that happened, I made the first step, which was, uh, you know, killing off all the Guardians. Yep. He's like, and then I went back home and fucked your mom, and then, uh, no, <laughs> See, uh, But he also, like, it's also one of those things where he keeps on saying, he brings up the fact that we age slower, um, like, the older we get, the, the less we look at, like, yeah. in the 500 little... years, everybody here is gonna be dead. And I'll still look the exact same way. Basically. Um, and so will you. And, like, he talks about how, because I think Mark brings up, like, his mom and how much he actually loves her. Like, I've seen it. And he's like, yeah, your mom's... but a pet to me. Yeah. And then I think even later on, like, he doesn't actually, he says he doesn't actually love her. And Mark's like, are you fucking kidding me kind of a thing. But ultimately it gets down to the point of, like... Join me or die. Yeah. That. Like, you are of Ultramite. You will do what I tell you. And Mark's like, no. Like... I'm going to stop you. And no one's like, bet. And they, uh, in the ensuing battle, they kill thousands upon thousands of people, destroy Man, so a couple cities and underground, uh, subway. Like the, I forgot the subway scene was in here. Because it's, it's nothing not like, the, it's nothing like in the yeah, show. No shit. God damn, dude. That was fucked up. Yes. But the fact of all this destruction of them fighting, like, it's it's them fighting, it gets, um, like, cameras are on it, it gets publicized, they're going everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and so it's being shown on TV, so Debbie seeing it, Eve is seeing it, William seeing it, the world seeing it. Um, and it's, it's Mark trying to stop his dad, but his dad is, like, a, a pure Vultramite. 
Like, he is just... He's like, yeah, fuck this. He's like, you don't understand. He's like, we've got, you know, Voltrumite is our, our world. It's our everything. This little planet to me was nothing. It's just a job, and yep. you are going to either join me or die. And he just starts kicking his ass. Like, more? Like, like Mark Mark is bloodied to all get yeah, out. I mean, at one point in time, he would have been left for dead, but... Uh, um, Nolan goes back, grabs him from in because he Nolan had beat the shit out of him and then dragged him down to the bottom of the uh, ocean basically. Yep. And he was just gonna leave him there, and he's like, "No, I can't leave him there." So he pulls him out, takes him up, throws him through a mountain. Uh, I think it was just into a mountain because the mountain then like has an avalanche. And oh destroys yeah. The city. But then he's like, "Look," he's like, uh, uh, he tells Mark, "Have you had enough?" And Mark's like, "No, I'm gonna stop you." And he's like, "Yeah, well, I'm ready whenever you are." And yeah. then you know, throws him through another mountain or into another mountain, I guess. And uh, he's like, you know, he's like, we, I already told you, we age, you know, everything that you see here, everything, you know, it'll be gone. All of it is going to be destroyed. Why would you resist? Why? What? Think, Mark, think. I yeah. love that. <laughs> the meme. What, what, what does this world have to offer? What, what can any of it offer you? He's like, what's going to be here in 500 years? And he's like, you, dad, I'd still have you. Yeah. And, and that, at, that's what gave him pause. Yeah. And at that point in time, he, he stops and leaves. Yeah. And he's crying as he's leaving. Yeah. Like he, Mark's words got to him. Guys, listen, right here. If this doesn't tell you that a, even toxic manly men can cry, nothing will. I'd like to hear you call fucking Omni-Man a pussy to his face. Oh. Nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're getting the, the first couple pages of this final issue is just, it's just panels, no dialogue. Uh, We've got guards at Debbie's place, at the at the the Grayson's house, guarding Debbie as she's watching replays on of the news. William and Eve watching it, obviously. Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Al? No, that's not it. No, the um the the tailor. Maker. Yeah, the tailor. Yeah. I think it's just his name is the tailor. No, he has a name. Yeah, it's the tailor. No, anyway. Um. Obviously, Mark gets uh, rescued by the government, by Cecil and his men, uh, and gets taken to the Pentagon, or underground Pentagon. Of course, Mark's not at school, so Eve is getting a little worried. I think the underground Pentagon is actually called the Hexagon, because it's, yeah. Anyway. Um, And we see it's been a while, because when when William goes to Mark's house, there's a bunch of packages and newspapers on the porch. Uh, Two weeks, I think, is what. Two weeks total. When Mark wakes up, it's been two weeks, and that's when Cecil... Walks in and tells him what's going on. Ah, you're finally awake. Yeah. Tried to cross the border. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so he basically says, hey, I was the uh, the guy in your dad's ear. I was the guy. I was the, the third gunman on the grassy knoll. Yeah. Uh, actually, Cecil might have been. And, like, I was on the beeper. Like, your dad worked for me. And... The, the third gunman was five. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't because he didn't shoot. Uh, that's right. He went back in time and fucked himself over. Anywho, and uh, so uh, while uh, Eve and William are trying to find, you know, Mark to see Mark or whatever. Uh, Freaking William. He William. accidentally drops that he knew Mark was invincible. Yeah. And then he's like, wait, you know too? And they're like, oh, I didn't know you knew. He's like, I just thought I was a big dumb idiot and blew his cover again. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yep. Oops. Uh, Cecil's talking to Debbie, basically saying, "Hey, um, 
Uh, I know that Nolan was your breadwinner. Yep, and, yeah, because he had to work, and now that he's gone... Luckily, I, he died, so that makes all of his art more valuable, because yeah. nobody appreciates an artist while they're alive. Oh, he's a writer. Not, he, well, artist still, but yes. Did you say an artist, a writer's not an artist? No, writers are an artist. <laughs> you were using artist as the like the oh, the umbrella. I was thinking artist as like an artist, like, a, yeah. like an artist. Oh, you mean but, like making like uh, physical art instead of like mental art? Is that what you're saying? I was using it in the wrong context. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, but even that, like even then, I mean, look at look at when you know, like famous. Look at when and, George Martin dies because he's fat and useless, phew. and hasn't finished a book series in over thirty years. Almost. He's 30 never years. gonna finish that damn thing. No, he's not. Oh, he's working at it. He's hard at work. I, I saw I saw a post the other day. I was like, oh yeah, I'm in the basement working on it. And then it was like him out to dinner or whatever. <laughs> Sure, dude. Sure. Yeah. It, it was um, a meme, but still. <laughs> but yes, Cecil basically tells Debbie, he's like, hey, we, uh, we're we going to put your, the book in circulation again. All of his all of his books well, are already on the third, third printing. printing. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have money. Like, you're good. Like, you don't need to worry about that. And Debbie asks why. It's like, why are you doing all this? And Cecil's like, I should have seen this. Like, he worked for me for however many years, and I never knew. Right under my nose. Yep. So I'm going to do everything I can in my power to make, to sure make his, 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 as, as right as I can as I can get. Um, then we get Eve going to the um, new Guardians of the Globe here to talk which to is, the robot. It, it, well, it was the old base. Yeah, for the, the old teen, teen team base. Teen, is that what they were called? I think it was Teen Team. team. I don't yeah, know. it was something dumb. Um, yeah, and robot's like, yeah, we don't have access to the other one. And so this is, we'll see our purpose just yeah. fine. Um, and she's like, well, I just wanted to know if you'd heard about Invincible because, you know, he's been missing for, you know, yep. so long. He's like, oh, I'll look into it. Which then, he goes yeah. to the Pentagon to talk to Dan, uh, Donald. And Donald's like, oh, yeah, thanks for coming to the meeting. And Robot brings it up. And Donald's like, yeah, that's also, I mean, we'll look into it. I mean, he's here. He's getting better. But that's not why I called you here today. Um, your team sucks. So you need to do better. <laughs> Get good or you're fired. Yeah. Get good noob. Um, so, like, if you if you don't, we're gonna have to replace you. Which, basically, I mean, yeah. So, Mark, uh, who is now again, it's just after two weeks. He's actually looking great. Cecil comes in, takes him to this white room, and basically explains to him is like, "Hey, so yeah, so we, um, I gave your mom the tapes." Uh, so she can hear your exactly said. what your dad said. And he's like, yeah. why? Why would you do that? Like, Because it'll be easier on you to then have to lie. Not, not going to lie yeah. to her and sugarcoat it for her. Um, but, I mean, he was also concerned because a lot of that was bad. Yeah. All of it was bad. Uh-huh. But he also agreed, like, okay, that actually is a smarter. Like, she was able to hear it all. In, in, right out of his mouth. Correct. Yeah. Well, um, out of his earpiece, whatever. And then, and then see, uh, Mark's just like, wait, where are we? Because it's just a completely white room. And she's like, oh yeah, hit the lights. So they turn on, on the, or off the lights for a second, and you get to see all these weird like robotics things going on. Yep. Uh, uh, immortals being worked on. And then um, he pops lights back off, and he's like, yeah, he's like, we uh, put chemicals in the water that makes the fucking frogs gay. No, wait. <laughs> you know, I mean, look. You, he's like, yeah, we basically put, what he's we put chemicals in the water that makes you not be able to see a certain frequency of light, and yep. everybody in America that drinks this water can't see it, so we can hide things in plain sight. Yeah. And they're dumb. Um, and then he basically tells Mark, he's like, all right, so if you work for me, uh, your college is paid for, your mom's taken care of, 
everything's fine. Like, we're, we're set. What, what do you say? And Mark's just like, yeah, okay. Like, if I, I would just basically be doing what I want to do anyway, and now I'm getting paid for it. So, yep. sure. We get a quick scene of William and Eve talking, basically saying, hey, Mark is okay. He's recovering. Uh, he's alive. Uh, and then this is, this is basically, he asks her if he wants to go grab something to eat. Yeah, he asks her out. Yeah, basically. Kind of. For the most part. As a celebration. Yeah. Uh, um, Mark and Debbie get home, and he's like, hey, Mom, are you okay? And she's like, nope, not even close. And she just kind of leaves her, you know, kid who not only lost his father, but also got, you know, beaten almost to death mm-hmm. to fend for himself. I mean, I get it. She's heartbroken, but, like, sure, you, you could at least, you know, be together and, you know, supportive of each other. And But uh, it's not great. Uh, but then the beeper goes off, and, and Mark answers it real quick, and Cecil's like, all right, so first off, never say my name on the comms. Second off, are you in costume? And he's like, well, no, not yet. It's like, okay. Also never answer the beeper or answer the comms until you're in costume. The beep, no, he says the beeper is okay, but you never use the communicator when you're in, out, not in costume. Yeah. But it's just one of those things of like, you, first, first time. Yeah. I mean, look, I, that happened to me when I, when I, at my new job, when I went to, uh, oh, my new job, at work, when I went to be in an RO. I thought, all right, cool. I gotta learn these jobs. I'm gonna just go start on this job, and my boss is like, "No, every morning you gotta report to me, and I, I tell you where you go." I'm like, okay, well, I didn't know that. Like, you didn't tell me yesterday. Yeah, come on. Uh, I love this first panel right here in space where we've got the uh, vulture wannabe, the bu- the biplane, I think his name was. Yeah, and he's and he's just this dead corpse. And Mortal Man up. said he'd just throw him in space. He threw him in space. Yep. But yeah, then Alan Alan shows up. Mark hits him, uh, and he's like, oh, man, I'm glad you're here. I, I've, I've got to warn you. He also says, you know, nice punch. Um, and they're talking, basically, and Alan's like. And he's like, you got a vulture bite on your planet. He's like, eh. Oh, let yeah, me, that. Let me, well, well, let's go, go, let's go have a talk. seat. Yeah, and he tells him everything what's going on, and Alan's like, yeah. like, Oh, look. let me explain to you about the coalition of planets and how. Yeah, once, once I went back there and told them my mess up, they're like, oh, no, dude, Earth's off limits. Like, you shouldn't be there at all. Uh, and then, so when Mark tells him all about what's going on, Alan's just like, oh shit, what? So you're, you're, you're a me, Vultramite? So you're telling me we have a Vultramite who is not a diehard Vultramite, you know, mm-hmm. mental case. And then we have another one that abandoned his post. Yep. He's like, man, this is great news. This actually, like, this is, this is really good because the Coalition of Planets is trying to get an army, a big enough army to go against Vultram. So the fact that we have these two, uh, not problems, these two um, scenarios taking place. Like, that could actually benefit them very, yeah, very 100%. much. Yeah, 100%. But, yeah, so it, um, we basically ended with them just kind of looking in that space. And Alan asked him what he's going to do. And Mark is just like, yeah, I guess I'll just finish high school. But this, man, I... I love this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Invincible Such a great, great series. And like I said, I'm probably going to just keep reading it in my free time. Because I, I ha- it's been oh, since it's... it ended, since I've read it. And I, that's been a couple years. I would say I read it pre-shutdown. Um, uh, um, Pandemic? Yeah. Okay. Because I borrowed them from you 
whenever we covered the first... Uh, Which was so long ago. Yeah, because I, th- I want to say that was like 2019. It maybe? was within the first two years, so yeah. 2018 maybe, I don't remember, but it, yeah, it was, it's been a long time. I want to say it was 19, I think it was 19. It might have been. But um, either way, it's it's been quite a few years since I have read them. And then Simon borrowed them from you, yep. and he finished them and yep. loved them. And, it's a uh, great series. It is. It really is. Uh, it, like, it's, I, it's I love because they pull from so much different stuff. And, like as far and as it's all, I mean, yes, they're making fun of a lot of things or they're they're copying a lot of things, but it's still an original story. One hundred percent, yeah, and it's still great. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just it works out really well. Yeah, I mean, like, because if you think about it, it's got uh, a little bit of uh, Dragon Ball Z in it. I mean, except for the fact that you know, uh, um, Omni Man's not an idiot. <laughs> um, no, he's not. But it's got, um, it's just, and there are a lot of um, twists and stuff like that that you don't really expect when you're reading through it. Well, like you expect the hero to win. Like he's always going to win no matter what. Like yes, he'll get his ass beat, but he'll find a way. You know what? He, he didn't find a way. Like no, his, I mean he technically sort of he did, did find a way to win because he unlike his, his dad, he knows how to talk. Yeah, that yes. See, but, like, I know we're going to get, like, because we got it in the show, I feel confident enough to say we're going to be getting that giant lion coming in in the next volume that kicks Invincible's ass. Yeah. Is that the next volume? I thought it was next volume after volume that. Volume two, yeah. Oh, for some reason I thought it was three or four, because I thought it was further in when uh, well, the so Battle three or four, Lion or whatever the hell it's called, ba- Battle yeah, Cat. Or... Battle lion. No, I'm pretty sure it's, it's, so, I mean, that was the volume one of the... Um, Ultimate Collection, it's in, like, Trade 5 or 6, which should be in Volume 2 of the Ultimate Collection. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because, see, when I, when I read these, when I borrowed them from you, they were the fat ones. They were, yeah, the Ultimate Collection. No, no I thought they were wider than this. No. No, um, I only got those. Oh, you know what? Maybe I have the big one. Oh, the, the, the big, big one? Like, I think I bought the fat one, yeah. I think oh, the one was, you borrowed my book for. Well, I, I think Simon might have it, or it might be upstairs, and I just forgot I had yeah, it. Yeah, we'll look, and we're done. Which we're about done. So, <laughs> having said that. Yep. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I will say, if you are listening to this on Spotify, hey, we got our Spotify fixed. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that only took four months. Sorry about that. But, yes, we are on every major podcasting app so go ahead and rate and review us on there we will talk about if you do we'll talk about an upcoming episode uh or you can go hit us up on twitter at comic rundown instagram comic book rundown threads at comic book rundown email us comic book rundown at gmail.com our song was done by joe from formerly one half of the sex turtles and formerly part of wreck my podcast and we've got merch over on redbubble and t public where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Good at This Game. Um, probably some other places too. Um, we are also part of the uh, Professional Casual Network, so uh, go listen to some of the shit on there. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yes. As, as I say, it's shit. You know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Thank you all for listening, and we will catch you next time. Thanks so much for listening. 
If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.